In this episode, we're going to talk about the explanations of resistance to social influence, including social support and locus of control. One explanation is social support. Pressure to conform is reduced if other people are not conforming. Ash's research showed that the dissenter doesn't have to give the right answer. Simply someone else not following the majority frees others to follow their own conscience. The dissenter acts as a model. The dissenter shows the majority is no longer unanimous. Pressure to obey can be reduced if another person is seen to disobey. Milgram's research, obedient behaviour greatly decreased in the disobedient in the disobedient peer condition from 65% to 10%. The participant may not follow the disobedient peer, but the dissenter's, obedi- the dissenter's disobedience frees the participant to act from their own conscience. A disobedient model challenges the legitimacy of the authority figure. Another explanation is locus of control. In 1966, Rotter described internal versus external locus of control. Internals believe things that happen to them are largely controlled by themselves, i.e. doing well or badly in in an exam depends on how hard you work. Externals believe believe things happen outside their control. If they fail an exam, they say it was because they had a bad teacher or had bad luck because the questions were hard. Locus of control is not just being internal or external, there is a scale from one to the other and people differ in their position on it. High internals at one end and high externals at the other, low internals and low externals lie in between. People with an internal locus of control are more likely to resist pressures to conform or obey. If someone takes personal responsibility for their actions, whether they're good or bad, they are more likely to base their decisions on their own beliefs. People with high internal locus of control are more confident, more achievement orientated and have higher intelligence. Traits that lead to greater resistance, also traits of leaders who have less need for social approval. One strength of social support is evidence for the role of support in resisting conformity. In a programme to help pregnant adolescents to resist resist pressure to smoke, social support was given by an older buddy. These adolescents were less likely to smoke at the end of the programme than a control group who did not have a buddy. This shows social support can help young people resist social influence in real-world situations. Another strength is evidence for the role of support for dissenting peers. Gamson et al. 1982 groups asked to give evidence for an oil company to use in a smear campaign. 29 out of 33 groups rebelled against orders, much higher than in Milgram's studies. This shows how supporters can undermine legitimacy of authority and reduce obedience. One strength of locus of control is evidence to support this in resisting obedience. Holland, 1967, repeated the Milgram study and measured whether participants were internals or externals. 37% of internals did not continue to the highest shock level. They showed greater resistance. Only 23% of externals did not continue. Therefore, resistance, partly related to locus of control, increasing the validity of this explanation of disobedience. One limitation of this is not all research supports the role of locus of control and resistance. Data was analysed from American locus of control studies over 40 years, showing that people have become more independent but more, also more external. 
This is surprising. If resistance was linked to internal locus of control, we would expect more people to have become more internal. Therefore, locus of control may not be a valid explanation of resistance to social influence.